What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 13, and it's called Chapter 89, Reservoir Dogs. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, your recap roundups, our best moments, our WTF moments, MVPs. There were so many moments that it was really hard to choose this week. Mm -hmm. But you guys sent us a ton of roundups, so we'll get into that at the end of the podcast. So stick around for that. And also, we'll be discussing theories and questions that we have for each other and for our audience. So be sure to stick around for that. As always, we're going to continue, listeners and our brand new ones thank you for joining us don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the channel just as a really quick shout out we have a brand new twitter account it is recap underscore rewind pod uh before it was recap underscore rewind but um recap underscore rewind pod is our brand new twitter so check us out follow us if you were following the other account right now we're just like in the middle also yeah if you haven't already listened to our interview with mr mark consuelos aka hiram lodge we did it from last week's episode Mm -hmm. uh so if you're listening on itunes if you're listening on spotify it should be the episode before this one check it out it's a long interview he spills all the tea of like what went into playing hiram lodge and then his son playing michael playing young hiram in the last episode great interview had so so much fun thanks mark always coming through for us loved it this episode not as much Hiram <laughs> and not as much Hiram. Jughead. And when I say not as much, zero Nothing. zilch. Zilch. So there was a lot of, just before we get into it, there was a lot of hate on Twitter that I saw last night that Jughead wasn't in it. What did you think? And did you even notice that he wasn't in it? You know, what's really funny. I didn't even realize that he wasn't in it until Betty gets in the car and in into the truck. And I was like, oh yeah, he got like kidnapped. <laughs> Or whatever. Yeah. I didn't even realize until he was to that point. So that was interesting. And he doesn't narrate the beginning either, as far as I remember. Like he doesn't start off I, the I narration don't think so. either. No. So it seems like they try to do that whenever he's not around. But I didn't notice, nor did I care, nor did I feel like he needed to be in this yeah. episode. There were so yeah. many things happening. Um, I know that people are there just for Cole Sproul slash Duckhead. Yeah. You guys are crazy fans. I get it. But like you need to give people the opportunities to, to tell spread, the whole yeah. story. Yeah. Um, and he'll have his moment. I'm sure he's coming back next episode. So chill out and enjoy whatever you get. Yeah. What did you think? Overall, I like the episode. Um, I mean, definitely coming off of last week's, that was so strong. This was still strong. Like there was a lot of components that I did love about it. Like. You know, the Archie storyline was a little weird to me at first, but the way right. they ended it, I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing and so like sad and beautiful. Like that was very touching. I love Veggie together. Like there's something really entertaining seeing um, Camilla and Charles like on screen together and they're kind of in their own bubble, but I like, I don't hate it. Like I kind of like that. And then the girls, the Coyote Ugly Girls, like it was, it was a very nice mix of different things that I enjoyed. I will say the Kevin thing just annoyed me as per usual, but <laughs> otherwise I had a good time with it. I liked it. What did I you think do? you have to have a good time with the show and we're, I'm going to try my best to like enjoy it. There were some things that you said you liked that I don't know if I was a fan yeah. of, but yeah, it's Riverdale. Let's get into it. <clears throat> so starting right off, starts off with Archie having a dream or we're assuming that he's in a dream. 
um, and it shows him in war, and um, it's like in the moment where he finds Eric on the floor, like screaming and saying that he can't feel his legs. Are they there? He sees like a dismembered leg on the side, and that's when he like wakes up from the dream, mm-hmm. and he hears really some, intense. Like, like really to intense. start off the episode like this, it made me feel some type of way. I was like, oh my god, it just. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you hear, he wakes up in a sweat and then he hears some commotion downstairs. He goes downstairs and it's like Eric is almost like sleep, sleepwalking. He's like doing this like movement. He's like trying to like cock a gun and like he's like saying orders and stuff. And it comes to a point where like Archie tries to grab him and like calm him down. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't really like know he's awake or whatever. And he... Um, shoves him to the floor or he's about to hit him and F- Uncle Frank has to come behind him and like kind of like lock him up and put him down or whatever. Um, so we get that scene. That was a little intense mm-hmm. uh, right at the very beginning. Um, and then then it goes into Betty in a truck. She's on her mish trying to find the killer. And now we have Tabitha kind of helping her on the side, mm-hmm. kind of giving her direction. She's looking at a map saying, like, this is where you should go. You know, don't go too far. Um, so as she's driving, she's talking to Tabitha, getting all these, like, things. And they find a truck. And she's like, okay, he's stopping. I'm going to I'm gonna pull up beside him. Mm-hmm. So Betty does her thing. She kind of goes to the guy while he's peeing and like, <laughs> like gives her like little thing like, oh, you want to like hook you up? Like, what do you want to do? You want to do something you today? Me? Yeah. <laughs> and um, she starts. Her like, trying to act sexy or like coy yeah. is like just it doesn't. Not work at this sometimes. moment. Usually she plays sexy, but this time I was like, girl, like you're not doing it. <laughs> but anyway, um, he gets he gets pulled in. He starts to walk toward his truck. And then that's when she says, um, do you have any cash? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a cash transaction? And then he's like, sweet entrapment. No credit card. <laughs> yes. Yes. Venmo that shit. <laughs> um, so he, he like opens up the truck. It turns out that it's an FBI like SWAT team. And she's like, calm down. I'm an FBI. Like, I'm she FBI like too. pulls out her badge. <laughs> And then Glenn in the back of the truck uh, is like, so she's not an FBI anymore. Yeah. You Stop expired. Her. Everything expired. You yeah. quit it. <laughs> so he comes out and basically lays it out. And they have a moment on the side where. Sorry. Basically- why did she like, did she quit or did she get suspended or did she get put on like, like leave or something? I don't remember I- that. I don't remember what she does at the end of that episode because I'm pretty sure it's the episode where like everybody goes. It was like the episode before the hiatus where everybody yeah. like escapes the the jail. I feel like maybe she quit. Maybe she did hand in her badge. Maybe she was forced to hand in her badge. I'm not 100% sure what the situation is. All I know is she's not a part of the Because right my now. assumption was forgot. that she was FBI. So when, she yeah. said, when he said that, I was like, oh, she's not? Like, I thought... She was operating under that whole thing. Right. I think, yeah, maybe not. Maybe he like, I knew she her went, from the case. I'm, I'm, I knew that. she went off and did her own case, but I thought yeah. she was still a part of, like, the FBI. But whatever. Anyways. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so then uh, she kind of gets annoyed. She's like, oh, I should have stabbed you more when I had the chance. Um, and because he's stopping pro- the prostitutes, right? He's basically yeah. arresting the prostitutes. And he, she's pissed because she's like... There's a killer out there, and you care. You care about more about the prostitutes Sorry. themselves. His investigation wasn't about the the truck driver. No, it was just about prostitutes. Yeah, 
He's basically Why would just the FBI be working in a small town for against prostitutes? Like, that's don't you I'm have saying. bigger fish to fry? Well, <laughs> like, that's why she's like, I wish I fucking stabbed you more. Yeah. She's so pissed. <laughs> so he says, hand over your gun and badge or I'm going to arrest you. He seems pretty serious. So <laughs> she does that um, reluctantly. Then there's a quick shot of Cheryl kind of like tromping through her woods, like the maple farm. <laughs> and she sees this figure in the darkness. Oh! <laughs> I can't even talk about it with getting tense. I like my jaw. Um, uh, she calls out and she's like, Kevin, is that you? And he like literally like puts his head like <laughs> thing down and he like runs away. He doesn't even say like, oh, hey, girl, like, sorry, it was hey. me. And then she just like she says some really sassy line, which I liked. And she was like, OK, Kevin, you fucking weirdo. And then she's like, bye. Yeah. So random scene. It comes up a little bit later, but we cut back to Frank and Archie talking over breakfast. And, um, you know, Frank is talking about the fact that clearly Eric has PTSD. Mm -hmm. He's trying to deal with it. And he even asks Archie, like, do you have any PTSD? Have you been having any bad dreams? And Archie doesn't really respond to it, especially considering what we saw in the the beginning of the episode. Yeah. He kind of denies that he's been having bad dreams. He's been fine. Um... And then he goes on, and then Frank goes on to say that he's going to look into something to help out Eric. He's like, just give me a sec. I'll see what I can do. Then it cuts to your favorite couple, Veggie, Veronica Veg. and Reggie. Yeah, Veggie At and the Dip. jewelry shop. Is the jewelry shop called Pearls and, what's it called? Pearls and. I thought Pearls the jewelry and... shop was called um, something else. I, I thought I that know. Pearls and thing was like, is guys, Veronica's storyline is such an absolute mess. Like. Crazy. We made fun it's of the nuts. She-Wolf this whole season. And I the can't. fact that she brought it back <laughs> this week, I was like, girl, back, back, I thought back. you retired. What I happened can't. to selling a gem? Like what happened to like all the other ventures that you were doing? Like This is why I have issues with this story. No, anyway. don't get me wrong. Like I have issues with the story, but like <laughs> they're just cute to see on screen. You know what I mean? Like sure, they give they have that little like chemistry that like I like watching. And like you can you can't see her doing any of those things with anyone else. Like maybe Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. But like I feel like they work well and it works well with like where Reggie's trying to come in. Like he's trying to like start his own shit too. So yeah, set up the scene because I feel like it was a cute premise. Like Veronica's basically Back to being the shoe with a Wall Street, right? She's like trying to like sell like yes. stocks and like yeah. basic. And I'm like, why wouldn't you do this from the start though? Like, if you were that good, if you were Just the shoe wolf, <laughs> you could have been doing this from the get go, making a crap ton of money. You wouldn't have to find a gem from like South Africa and like pawn it off and then get yeah. it stolen and then have to yeah. send it to your ex boyfriend to get it back. Like, you could have just been tea. selling selling socks. Like, <laughs> like why like why? why wasn't this your first resort on top of that you open a jewelry store in a town that is literally like poor AF and like non-existent and the economy has like failed so you decided <laughs> to open up a jewelry store you got robbed because you didn't have security <laughs> like what are you doing you right you failed what at all of well? these things and then you said let me go back to selling stock <laughs> so yeah so she's talking to Reggie in this moment. She's lamenting and she's like, oh, I need to find new investors. I'm going to get back into the stock market. And um, she's going to, yeah, basically she says she's going to get back into aggressive investment banking. And right. she kind of schools Reggie on the fact that you don't need to be on Wall Street to do this. 
All you need is like a little black book of people. You have to hustle and you have to call you your You need clients. to hustle. Just like Leonardo DiCaprio did in Wolf of Wall Street, Wall Street. the original. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Cheryl, so the next day Cheryl talks to Kevin and um, she basically says like, I thought you gave up like hooking up in the woods yeah. like a fucking weirdo um, since your last the thing that happened where Why he got his ass in the woods like can't just go on like tinder or like grinder and just find a guy and go like why does it why do they always put him in the woods like apparently there is an app i i've heard through the grapevines and of all the twitter dark verse that there is an app that like literally does it for like hooking up in the woods in the forest oh my god that's like, hilarious oh my god <laughs> i just mean for his character like after this many years like you would think he would like transition to something else i mean clearly he's got some trauma around this situation so like (laughs) i'll give it to him okay clearly he's got some trauma so um he's like you know what whatever i'm doing this and cheryl basically says kev kev check out our church i've got a church now i have a higher purpose now um and he's like nah i'm not down and she said, I thought that the same thing. I thought it was all phony baloney, but now I'm totally into it. I'm doing sermons now. I'm basically a minister and I'm healing people. Like, you should come. And this I felt down- very much like the farm to me. Yes, exactly. Thank yeah. you. So I wrote that down exactly. Yeah. I was like, Kevin already followed a cult. Like, yeah, like, I feel like we've again? done this. Yeah. We already done did yeah. this. So I, I wasn't really a fan of him jumping into this. I get why they were connecting them because they literally have nowhere else to put Kevin. But it's I do love them together. Like you're right. Like I do love seeing them together because they sort of are like the B characters of the show. Right. But like again, like nothing is happening. You have a character like Reggie who has who probably started off as a C character, became a (laughs) B character, and now he's able to like literally like he's able to move on the show like as a number one. A, a character like yeah. you invest in him and like you create these really great lines for him um they do amazing things for reggie why can't they do it for kevin i don't understand why it's so different like I don't it know. just feels very tired it feels like they're chugging him along and like there's not like, he even like said he's like i needed to leave like i needed to go to new york like oh, it yeah, happens later but like with that part of it i was like, like oh i can't i can't even deal with you right now yeah. It's so, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like it's almost like they're overthinking his character. Like yeah. everyone else has a smooth moment through. And like with with Kevin, maybe it's because he's the gay character. They want to like wrap all the trauma and the ba 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 like into him. And it's just not like what he should be. Rep- I don't know. Anyway. But it's like there are other gay characters that could sort of hold that space for that for the for that trauma storyline. He could be the one that comes in and says, "Look, I had that before when I was coming out. I've dealt with it. This is how you should deal with it." Like, like spin it so that he's the strong character. He's the one that's like learned like, through life. He's the one that has lessons to give. Exactly. He'd be so much more interesting and like more of like this pivotal strong character. I think. And you could still tell those stories through through him teaching that to everyone. Like, right. it's seven like years later, guys. He should have learned seven things. Seven years like, later, come that's on. What I'm he was gonna have a yeah. kid. Like, he was gonna have a baby. Yeah. Like, and I know that it's like the comeback is gonna be the storyline, all that stuff. But it's also is it just though? Like, he didn't even have a comeback before. I don't know. I he never know. had a comeback. <laughs> yeah, he really didn't. He really didn't. So I'm not. And that's the thing. Like, as much as we want to have faith that he's going to continue on this, like, high trajectory in this storyline, 
anything can happen. It could be like the same shit storm as last time. Yeah, so no, I don't have faith. I'm just kind of like over his character. I truly am. Yeah. I, I really am. Like I'm over it's it. unfortunate because I know in the very like I think we talked to Archie, dear Archie, a while ago, mm-hmm. and he told us that in the comics he had an army storyline. Kevin had an army storyline. Yeah. He was the one that went to the army and he R-O-T-C, came back to, yeah. to Riverdale. That would have been interesting to see. I mean, I know that it's with Archie because he's the main character and yeah. he's focusing on that. But like, imagine if Kevin had that storyline. That would have been really interesting. Yeah, and giving him something and anything. Like, I don't know. And like, we'll talk about this later too, because like, it does come back around like his his love for music and his love for, you know, the plays and sure. But it's almost like why like he's getting to this so much later. And I get it. Maybe they shouldn't have time to deal with this like earlier on. Like it's happening seven years later when he's already like an adult. He's already a teacher. Right. Now he's coming to terms with it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe all hope isn't lost. Maybe they will sort of pivot his character. And again, like maybe characters having their happy endings is like they they do leave Riverdale. Like maybe his dream is to literally go to like Broadway and like be on Broadway. And like it's okay if he leaves the show because he's chasing his dreams and like he's done something. I could totally see that being the situation. Even when he, he mentions it at the end of the episode, I was like, ooh, like, does this mean that we're maybe going to see a departure by the end of the season maybe. of him just yeah. like dipping? Yeah. And I'd be like, I was like, I'm kind of down for that. <laughs> like, maybe you should just go. Because I feel like once Tony comes back, and like, don't forget, right now, Tony's not in this. Otherwise, when Tony comes back, it's going to be Tony and Cheryl. Like, that's all that's Cheryl's time is going to be focused on. Right. And probably like this church thing. So, it's like, again, where does Kevin fit? Like, who does he fit with? If he didn't even have this moment with Cheryl, who would that have been with, you know? Exactly. Like, right now, he's kind of relevant. <clears throat> but as soon as she comes through, yeah. back to being irrelevant, yeah. for sure. Um. So, anyway, moving back to Pop's Diner. Tabitha and Betty are talking. And, um, you know, now that she's gotten busted, she can't go back onto the Lonely Highway. So, Tabitha, Tabitha comes up with the idea of... Luring people, like luring the truckers to Pops and getting them on there before she gets to Pops or before they get onto the highway. Yeah. So she's like, let's like, you know, lure them here to the white worm. And then she mentions, have you seen Coyote Ugly? All I need is (laughs) Oh my God, I was dying. And it's so funny because in the promo, we said the same thing. We're like, that looks like Coyote Ugly. I was like, there's that moment, like the shirts are almost exactly the same. They style them exactly. So yeah, it was really funny to hear it. And I was like very excited about it. So So who says it first? Does Betty say it or does Tabitha say it? No, I guess Betty says it. I think Tabitha's the one. Yeah. Betty says, like, have you heard of Coyote Ugly? Yeah. And then Tabitha's like, Can't Fight the Moonlight is my favorite song. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's like, just, like, I sing that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is me. Like, I love, first of all, that movie, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like such an iconic, cheesy, like, bad, like, but so good yeah. film yeah. with Tyra yeah. Banks. And like, I don't even know who else was in it. Is it Tara Reid? No. I don't think it's, it's like that blonde chick. I, I can't remember her name. But, and then the song, of course, the iconic song that comes with the movie. So, yeah. I was really, really, like, guys, at this moment, I'm, like, hype. I'm, like, Hyped. oh, my God. They're going to play a rendition of Camp Fight the Moonlight. Yeah. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm so excited. Down for this storyline. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. even close to that. It's not, not even, even like, adjacent We to don't that. even, like, go to the moon. Like, nothing even close <laughs> to the moon. It's, like, the sun. It's, like, the complete opposite. They did fight the moonlight. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what happened <sighs> they fought the moonlight and they got that song but i was anyway, so well, excited that betty even mentioned it i'm like this is sick like this I is gonna know. be so good like what I a know. good idea i was actually watching <laughs> what i was watching with my partner he said the same thing he was like oh my god i'm so like, excited in the, as soon as they said coyote ugly he was like i'm lit I yeah was like, like play yeah. the song someone dance to it like i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> not let's it, go not it uh, so anyway, we'll get to that in a second, but, um, Archie and Eric come home and he's on the phone still with these people. Cause I guess they went there to check it out and like they got the wrong papers. So they sent him back home. So I love this too, really quickly. This is like a real life storyline. I think with anyone who has dealt with like parents being sick, grandparents being sick, anyone that has to deal with like the healthcare system, probably anywhere in the world. For him to come back and say, we do this all the time. We go there and they make us fill out 50 freaking forms. It doesn't go anywhere. They don't e- They don't even like call us back. It's like, you feel it. Like, this is truly yeah. what happens to a lot of people when they get stuck in the system. Like, yeah. it is frustrating. It, it, it does feel like no one actually has your back your and like interest. your be- yeah. best interest. So Agreed. this storyline, honestly, by the end, I was like really blown away by it. Like all of this. Yeah, it really made its way back around for sure. Yeah. So he's still trying to figure things out for Eric. They get home and Frank surprises them with a dog. <laughs> I was and like, okay. I was like, okay. I mean, it does make sense. Frank does go so, on to say, like, you know, it helps with trauma. They've totally. So I'm like, that makes totally. sense. And like they they connected it in the beginning because Archie was like, like, oh, they're like, oh, what happened to Vegas? He's like, my mom took Vegas to Chicago and then he like died. Died. So that kind of like came. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, well, so then like, that kind of wow. made sense to that. Like now Archie gets a dog too because like he lost Vegas. Sure. They do mention at one point in time, like what happened to his ears and Frank doesn't really say anything past that. He's like, oh, I don't know. Something happened. Um, so then we cut to Cheryl and Penelope singing while Nana is playing the organ <laughs> in front of a congregation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and literally like two bars in, Kevin's like, I'm out. I'm and out. then he like, like <laughs> yeah. walks away. Like, Nana's like, dee, dee. He's like, like duh, duh. <laughs> He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and Cheryl's like watching him from afar being like, wow, you fucking douchebag. Um, so then it cuts back to Veronica and Reggie at the jewelry store. And she, of course, has to say. She's lit. When I was the she-wolf of yeah. Wall Street. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. And I'm like. So this is her issue, okay? <laughs> yeah, say it. <laughs> say what you're going to say. I'm just like. I want No Context Riverdale to come back to us and give us like every single meme where she says it because we it's now becoming that. so freaking annoying. Somebody to tweeted, hear. they're like, can she stop calling herself the she wolf? And I'm like, but I it kind just comes of love out of it. Nowhere. Like, there's like, no one would say that. Like, no one ever so says, like, insane. when I was a quarterback on championships, like, no one ever does that. When I was the she wolf of Wall Street. Like, it doesn't even roll off the tongue easily. Like, <laughs> And also, like, like, if you were the she-wolf, like, you would have had so much money by now. You would have been so successful. Like, it's like you you have this hype name, but, like, you're not even that hype in the industry. Second of all, okay, I could go, like, so (laughs) many points. Point number two. She's, like, so she's having issues with actually, like, locking down clients because everyone's, like, oh, Veronica, you're no longer a part of a like company you're just like part of like you're just veronica lodge you're just the she-wolf um hold on if your entire brand was based on the fact that you're the she-wolf of wall street pretty Mm. sure your clients wouldn't care if you were part of a company or you were solo because you're the she-wolf of wall street because you're the she-wolf number three 
she hires Reggie because then he gets like whatever. He, she hires him. Then she's like, oh, my God, we're getting so many clients now. Hold on. So you went to call your clients. You told them that you hired a random ass boy from your small town, <laughs> pick town. You hired him as your like secondary employee. And now they're hiring your company. Now they're ready. To now they're ready to hire you. I don't know. <laughs> None of this works it's ridiculous like don't yeah. even give me that like don't give me those things just say she's a she-wolf and she's doing amazing she's doing like, it she's yeah. doing amazing reggie comes in he wants to help her done like i don't even need all of these extra lines and like wasting my time but yeah so anyway he goes on to say that like he's really good at closing he's like i did it at my like dad's, dad's car lot like one like, time yeah i'm like <laughs> yeah know, we like, saw that last week <laughs> i can close i can close a deal <laughs> And so he says, like, if I close deals, like, what is, like, what? And then she says, like, I'll give you a cut. So, like, then they become partners in yeah. this whole thing. And we're starting, basically. Again, super cute. The Wolf like, of Wall Street. It's like the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, essentially. Yeah, like, I like them together. So I'm not hating on, like, where this episode ends for the two of them. Because I think they're really cute working together. It's just, like, she just makes me laugh. Like, her character is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's a lot <laughs> to deal with. It's a lot to deal with considering what the hell is going on in the rest of the show is what I'm about to say That's at the end the of this thing. episode. Like, sorry, she's dealing with like this trauma. Like trauma. And, and okay, Betty's so one dealing thing, with her dead sister. Yeah, and someone trying and to like, attack her with a chainsaw. Okay, the one thing I will say, I did miss a little bit of like this disconnect of like, it would have been nice if like she texted him even to check up on Archie. Like, we we miss those little so instead of wasting my time talking about that you were the she wolf of Wall Street, you could have like added a little scene that said, "Hey Arch, like thinking about you, like hope you're good, like whatever." Even though they're not technically hooking up right now and they're not like sleeping together because he wants her to be divorced, it would still be nice to build these like foundational moments, moments so that she's still checking up on him. Like there's none of that. It's like two different worlds, and that's it. And then yeah. Once they do end up getting back together or whatever happens, we're just supposed to believe they got back together. Like, where's I mean, all one the might in- argue that the reason why she's like focused in on this is because she can get with Archie whenever she gets to divorce is like her guy, but like that's like 17,000. No, steps but you know away. what I mean? Like, I miss, I'm missing those little moments. I mean, you could say the same thing, even Archie and Betty, like, like yeah. have like a short phone call, have a short text. Like, there's like a very big disconnect that they do with these characters once they have their own storylines of the episode. I wish yeah. we got more just tiny moments. Doesn't need to be like long. And know? especially because she's so disconnected from the rest of the characters. Even when she shows up at the coyote ugly moment, I'm like, you showed up. That's the like, thing. I was like, how, how did you even know about the plan? When, when did yeah. you when did they tell you? Why are you even here? Like, shouldn't you be yeah. on Wall Street? Like, it just feels very choppy. Yeah. Like they very filmed it. And then they were like, oh, well, she, they didn't film the scene of her getting the call to go there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. anyways, little <sighs> things, okay? Little yeah. things. Little things. Back to the white worm. Uh, Betty, Betty and Tabitha basically ask Fangs if they can set up the bar like Coyote Ugly. They literally have like a floor plan of like what they want to do. <laughs> They're like, I want it to look exactly like this. But I love when she like, was like, like she's like, we're going to do Coyote Ugly. And he's like the Tyra Banks movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So funny. They're like, yeah. Um, so anyway, again, so I'm so excited. I'm ready. I'm like, I'm lit. I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh my god, they said it again. Yeah, yeah, like super excited about it. Back at home with Archie, he's making another phone call for Eric, and there's still nothing. Then he looks over to Eric as he's like petting the dog or whatever, and Frank kind of comes up to him and he's like, "Oh, are you thinking about Vegas?" And 
Archie goes on to say, no, I'm thinking about bingo. I'm like, oh my God, how many dogs are in this episode? (laughs) What is this storyline? And then he's like, yeah, like he was a dog. He was like a part of the war. And then he like died in the war. Like he never made it. Yeah. And I was like, why are we talking about this moment? And then bingo. And then like this new dog like At this moment they happening? lost me this storyline in this moment yeah. the storyline lost me until like the last like five minutes Literally i was like why are we talking seconds. about three different dogs like what's going yeah. on right now it was too much yeah it was and i too was just much. very confused and, yeah like, i understood like to your point i understood exactly what they were doing at the very end yeah but it's almost like you can't leave your audience this confused in this moment. yeah i'm like why are you talking about a dog who died in the war like Okay. And then I, I mean, not even sure. just not even just that. Like the whole dog fighting ring. Like I don't think I needed a dog fighting ring. Yeah, we didn't need any of those things. Like you know. But let's go back to that. So back to the jewelry shop. Um Reggie's trying to get the sale and he nails the sale. So he's like, Yes, I'm on the board. Like love when he nails she, it. I think she makes a deal with him. Like, as long as you can close a sale, like you can be a part of this. So he nails his first sale. He's like lit. Then it cuts back he's to so Kevin. He's so cute. I can't. Like he's really yeah. cute. Like he's just really cute. Um, then it cuts to Kevin and Cheryl talking and basically Kevin says that he regrets breaking up with Fangs. Like he's like, I regret it. Oh I wish I could get back together with him and we're having She's a like, fiber. do you regret it? Like, do you have regrets? He's like, a lot. He's She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're so like, oh, so it's just lame. So, lame. so lame. Like, it's so lame. Like, uh, yeah. like, come on. Like, just be happy. Go get your man. Live your life. Like, yeah. So like, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Cheryl goes on to tell him that she needs to ask Fangs for forgiveness and try to talk to him and reconcile. This I shit. even I honestly forgot what happened between the two of them. Like I blanked did, out. Did Fangs I, if I didn't write these on? notes down, I wouldn't remember <laughs> anything. So of course the next scene is uh, you know, Kevin banging on Kevin's or Fangs' door. Fangs opens it up and he's like, hey. And Kevin's like, I really need to get this off my chest. I really need to talk to you right now. And first of all, I was a little annoyed by Kevin even just like coming in and being like, after you fucking left this guy, yeah. after you fucking broke up with him, you think that you have the right to run in on his house and be like, yeah. I need to talk to you. It's really important. Right I need to talk to you right now. Let me in. Yeah. Like, I think that's very aggressive. I think that's very like, poisonous and i didn't like him in that moment just as a character i was like shut up so he pushes him inside and of course there's another person i was like triggering that's happened to me before (laughs) Um, but uh it's like (laughs) he walks in and worst case scenario it's moose like moose, like throwback to moose, lumberjack moose, looking he like was a look, moose, looking good. I have to say, yeah, I d- could barely recognize. No, him I didn't recognize him at all. Like, and uh, yeah, Kevin is like, moose is here. You're here with moose, and Kev and Fang's trying to like deescalate it. He's like, no, 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 it's not like that. Like, we were just trying, like, we were hanging out, and we just saw each other, and you know, why don't you like come chill? We can like have some wine and like chat. And Kevin's like. Talk to both of my exes in one moment. Like, I'm going to pass on this. He leaves. He decides to leave. What was the significance of that? Like, what was... Like, why bring Moose back for that? Like, is he going to be in the show now, do you think? I don't think that he's going to be... I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe he's going to be part of the show again. It was kind of random having him back in the storyline. But at the same time, I was... I was okay with it. I was like, it's fine. I'm almost more excited about Moose's storyline than Kevin's at this point. So, (laughs) it's cool with me. 
Um, so then it cuts back to Archie having a dream about the war. And it's kind of a continuation of what he's like, what we see in the very beginning of the episode. And he's, he's like, you know, he's holding on to Eric. They're in the bunker. They're in the little trench. And he's like, bingo. He's like calling out to bingo. And he doesn't hear anything back or whatever. Um, and he wants to save him. And Eric is like, we're all dead. We're all going to die. His acting was so good in these scenes. Yeah. It was really intense. Like, it's like full. It was like a full war. Yeah. Moments like they really did like yeah put that like, right in. They're very much in World War One, which is very like I'm sorry, it's funny <laughs> to see like they like they're in yeah. trenches, like they wouldn't <laughs> be in trenches, trenches, but like it's just I mean maybe it's like that. Who yeah. Knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, in that moment, <laughs> Eric wakes him up and he's like, "The dog is missing. Like the dog is gone." I was like, "Eric, chill." <laughs> So they go downstairs and they find the dog in a room. So like Eric basically could have just opened a door and found the dog. (laughs) But um, Frank is like, yeah, it looks like he's like looking for a quiet place to hide. Like he's just like looking for a quiet room. And I was like, okay, so the dog has trauma too now. So like everybody's got trauma in that house. Um, Then it cuts to Veronica and Raji. Raji. (laughs) Veronica and Raji (laughs) having a little montage. And this is, like, the very Wolf of Wall Street moment. Yeah. Like, like, literally, it's, like, the montage of them, like, making a sale, making a sale, making a sale, like, clicking the things and, like, putting them, like, it's literally, like, a scene from the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. And um, then she says, like, we need more leads. And uh, this is when Reggie says, like, okay, well, if I do this, then can I get a more more of a cut of this deal? And, um... She's like, okay, I'll give you like 10% instead of 5%. And he says that there are leads in Sodale. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? And where my daddy is? Where my daddy wakes? Um, apparently, Hiram faked Sodale, so it doesn't even really exist. So he can keep digging for palladium. So he's using the investor's money that is going into Sodale to dig for the palladium. So there is no Sodale. It's not even developed yet after like, what, 17 yeah. years of them yeah. not doing anything? I'm like that's kind of I would have been sketched as an investor. I don't and like, understand how. Hiram can we just remember that. that Hiram Lodge was basically like Bernie Madoff and had a Ponzi scheme back in New York City? Who would sure. ever give their money to him and expect the money back? <laughs> like, if you do, you're an idiot. You're a dummy. Yeah, exactly. You're a dummy. He literally went to jail for that. Yeah. Um, it's so that's a good point. Like you forget, you forget that he was. They want you to in, forget, but I ain't gonna forget. I ain't gonna forget. <laughs> they want you to forget that that they was a part of the storyline. Last episode too. It's so true. <laughs> um, so Veronica decides to go after his investors and get them to pull out of uh, Sodale and then invest in her company. And I wrote down, worst idea of all time. Are you fucking stupid? You're talking about Hiram Lodge and taking his money. You're talking That's not about good, taking- honey. It's not good. No, 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 Bad idea. But you know what? You know what, Jaylag? In a in a sense, this is so the comics, right? Like yeah, Reggie, Veronica versus Hiram. Like it's just a cute little go, go, sure. Veronica, go, go, get your money. Your daddy's gonna but write you a check like- at the end of the day. We all know that. Like I think just like watching thing. it though, like especially watching last episode and like hearing his backstory, I'm like he is. 
death, deathly passionate about getting. He this is, money but he'd never do sure anything he to her. Money. He would never like hurt her. But would he do something to Reggie? Probably. Hell yeah. That's the, that's where I kind of went with it. I was <laughs> like, oh shit, I think Reggie's in danger because he's the one that gives gives True. up this information. True. And we did. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I can I'm see like, that. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. So then it cuts to Archie at home, and apparently at this point in time, Eric gets bitten. So like. Hmm? Like all he got bit. Eric gets bitten by the dog. Yeah, like the dog that was hiding in the room. Yeah. So at one point in time, the dog gets bit, and this is when Archie's like, "I can't deal with this." But also, like, not to shit on Eric's character, he spends the entire episode like whining and crying and complaining and freaking out. Which I understand he's got trauma and be like, they need to deal with his trauma. But like this episode, it was like every single. I think that's the point. I got bit. I'm freaking out. Ah, oh, the dog's missing. Like, <laughs> it was a lot. It was just a lot to like. I get it. They he didn't need trauma. the dog in there. They really he, didn't. They didn't. Need but the I also dog. just don't think that you need to have it beat over us over the head that he's dealing with something. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's dealing mm-hmm. with something. We don't have to have him so manic and like freaking out at every. But five I think seconds. they're trying to show you that. Like that's that maybe how that. it's supposed to make you feel like a little uneasy and like kind of annoyed or almost being like, damn, this guy needs help. Like he's really like. Like he's, he's just really not stable, you know? True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. Good point. I'll take it. I'll take it. So in this moment, this one, uh, Frank says, you know, like, I didn't tell you the full truth about this dog. <laughs> I got this dog and <laughs> there's a dog fighting ring in Riverdale and he got rescued. I wish I could have recorded my face <laughs> when these things were happening. I'm probably like, huh? 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 Uh, it's like the question marks and like the math marks. You're like, yeah, oh, like, huh? okay, cool. I think we wouldn't have known about the dog fighting ring if we didn't watch a trailer. So I wasn't as gagged, but then at the same time, I was like, I forgot about it. Oh, here it is. Here's the <laughs> moment totally that we were <laughs> dreading to to hear. And of course, Archie like is like, wait one second, let me go get my bat suit. Like every second he has an <laughs> opportunity, he's like, I'm gonna become Batman and I'm gonna go like kill everybody. So he gets really pissed off. He gets really frustrated and he like runs off the screen. Cuts back to Veronica and Reggie calling the Sodale people and doing that whole like montage of like getting the things, getting the things. And she's like going in. She's like, fuck Hiram. His project is a lie. Like, you don't need to trust him. With me. She literally like tells them all the tea. And I was like, you are going for the jugular girl. You are not, like, you cannot turn away dirty. from this like, moment. Yeah. Like, this is some dirty moments. Yeah. I mean, she is spilling the tea. Like, she's telling yeah. the truth. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think he's going to like any of this. Mm-mm. So while he's on the phone, like, while she's on the phone with one of, like, the Sodale customers, he gets Hiram on the phone. And there's this interesting, I like the scene, actually. Yeah, like, that was, this was Back cool. and forth where the guy's like, okay, let me call Hiram. So then Hiram picks up and then Hiram's trying to, like, get him back. And he's like, oh, buddy, how's your wife? Like, he's just trying to, like, yeah. you know, schmooze him. And, um... Veronica ends up pushing back because he like promises him like 35% over three years or something like that. And then Veronica's like, I'll give you 40% plus a glamour J egg to close. And that like brings him over the edge. And he's like, he Yes, glamour J egg. Glamour J egg to close. I'm like, first of all, like, where is all of her glamour J eggs? I feel like she's giving them all away yeah. at this point. I have no idea. So, um, Hiram is pissed. It shows Hiram, like, lose it. He, like, chucks his phone at him at, like, the floor or whatever. And I'm like, the reckoning is coming. Get ready. You two. Veggie, you're in trouble. Um, Reggie and Veronica cheers at the very end. 
Um, and once again, she says, the she-wolf of Wall Street has returned or some shit like that. Okay. And I literally was like, if I made a drinking game out of the amount of times that she says yeah. she-wolf of Wall oh. Street, I would have been fucking drunk Totally. Do you like, sense chemistry? Do you sense sexual tension? Do you sense veggie actually happening in the next couple of episodes? No, I don't sense attention. Do I wish it was there? Yes, 100%, a million percent. Okay. I didn't feel, okay. I felt employee, yeah. like boss vibes. I, I wish there was that vibe. I wish there was a moment where we got a close up of like, you know, Reggie, like maybe giving him her a look. They've had history. They've had mm-hmm. like emotional mm-hmm. chemistry history in the past. And I think this is the perfect time to do it. And maybe it's almost like two on the nose. That's why they're holding off. But like, I got nothing. Nothing. I literally got yeah. nothing from it. You How know. You? you know what? I think you're right. I. You're right. They have a history, and they never talk about it. Like, yeah. especially <laughs> a guy like Reggie, who kind of like shoots the shit. Like, he's kind of just like fun guy. He would. Yeah. He would kind of make a joke to be like, "Haha!" Like when we were when we used to hook up. Like, "Haha!" When we used to like, you know, whatever. Like, throw in those like little cute like things that like she could be like, "No, ew!" Like, I don't want that right now. Even right. that would like put you on a level of like we are exes. We used to hook up at some point. We yeah. get none of that. Nothing of in the dialogue. I will say like he gives her looks, but maybe that's just because Charles Melton is like in love with Cami in real life. So I feel like that <laughs> might be what we're seeing. But you're right. Like otherwise, like we, there's not a lot of moments. Like even at the end when they cheers, I was like, oh, let's get like a cute little like, yeah. hey, you're good kind of like kind of look, you know. Play nothing it was like nothing it was just like cheers it was like cool like, yeah yeah it was it was, was a little bummed. yeah i don't know but yeah to your point maybe like this is the beginning obviously of like something larger their partnership and there might be a moment where they're like working late and uh, i do feel like riverdale each other's lips. i do feel like riverdale doesn't like they don't put characters together if it's for no reason like there's usually a romantic like connection Sure. That that comes from it or some sort of spark or something. So I do see something happening definitely in the future or in the next couple of episodes. But I just wish it was a little bit more like cookie crumbs along the way so that it kind of builds up to it more like naturally. But yeah. Speaking of an unnatural pairing, Cheryl and Kevin are talking at Thornhill. And Kevin is really sad about what happened with him and Fangs. And uh, Cheryl imparts some really good advice. Again, she's like the guru of all of Riverdale, all of life. Yeah. Um, she basically like, says, what would Kevin do without her? Instead of focusing on yourself, maybe focus on others. It'll fulfill you a little bit more. And she's like, as a side point, I'm actually helping, you know, Tabitha and Betty tonight on this like thing that has nothing to do with me. And like, that's me helping other people. Um, and she actually says, like, you should come along. Maybe you can help, too. So I guess he decides to come because he's in the next scene where Betty is basically talking through the entire plan. Tabitha, Kevin, Veronica, Cheryl, even Alice is there. Um, and I'm so ready. is Reggie. I'm ready for this ready. coyote it's ugly lit. moment. We're ready to go. Kevin I'm is waiting. like, Kevin's supposed to be going through the trucks with like Reggie as everyone is distracted while the girls are dancing on the tables. And uh, yeah, and then Alice is like the person who's like the point of contact yeah. to like do all the signals to be like, go now. Yeah, you know. Um, so then it comes to <laughs> Archie, Fangs, and Eric, and they're kind of coming up with the plan themselves. Um, because at one point in time too, like 
they're like, why isn't Fangs here? Like, isn't he the manager of the White Worm? And they're, yeah. she's like, oh, he's doing something with like a dog ring or something. And I was like, yeah. why are people just randomly just saying like, oh yeah, there's a dog fighting ring. He's helping with that. Yeah. Like, why isn't anybody just focusing on one thing and then helping each other out? Anyways, whatever. We see Archie, Fangs, and Eric talking. They're coming up with an idea. And uh, originally, I think Fangs even says like, now we can bust them with, you know, Sheriff Keller and we can get your like uncle into it and Archie's like I don't want this scumbag arrested I want him to hurt and I was like first of all I think that's like a little unlike Archie I feel like he doesn't like to kill people he doesn't yeah. like to like go on that side I mean he's a vigilante yeah like, but it almost like was a little out of character for him I to think be it's justified dog fighting ring. I think it's justified at the end when he does say like yes. bro what's wrong with this town so like it for me I believed it all and I kind of just bought it because it all came back to at the end sure yeah it all like his frustration really, with all, everything it all was made up at that yeah. very last point for sure um let's talk about this white worm moment, oh this my god coyote. More like what did they call fuzzy? it? What did they call it? Like something foxes? Like not coyotes, know. but it's like foxes. So my bad. I don't it's know. Like so hot fox. anyway, dancing, singing on the bar. And let me just start this off by saying that all the women on this screen were beautiful. Beautiful. They we did love what them. what they were told to do. Great Listen, voices. I'm going to call Riverdale tomorrow and I'm going to say, hey, do you need my bank account? Because I'll pay, I will pay you next time to use that mother <laughs> effing Leanne Rhyme song. It's Leanne Rhymes. How effing expensive can this song be? <laughs> if you guys can't even use the song that Tabitha refers to in the beginning, like it felt so flat to me. This whole scene felt so flat. I was so excited. Yeah. I wanted like 15 seconds of this song and I couldn't yeah. even get it. It was what's it was like some other song and i was like i feel like it was a musical guys. song let us know in the comments if you know what the song was i didn't even care enough to oh, it was it terrible was so it was annoyed. terrible it was like y'all hyped this up it was not even the bar song it was like a pop song yeah. like it wasn't a it wasn't a bar song that's exactly oh, it like, it was they, not they a bar song it. At all. i will pay for the music just let me know like it's okay i'll pay leanne rhymes they could have even done like a country song and like done like some sort exactly. of like cute little or like rodeo moment. Yeah. It doesn't even like, have to be that song, but it needed that like raunchiness, that like bar yeah. sound. And like it wasn't. And it just didn't and, go. Like, no. Like sometimes. Your music people I, fired. I just. And like. I just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to say it. What? Like honestly, it's like literally no offense. All love. Like. The choreographer getting them to be like, okay, and then we're gonna go, <laughs> and then we're gonna go, like, <laughs> guys. Look, they can only the do song, so much. All, okay, the like, song didn't even connect with the dance. No, because the, the song comes after. Like, they don't even know what song they're gonna be approved for. That's why. But the, but they're dancing to something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Here's I, the thing. Okay, like, Here's the I'll thing with me. Them. If you're going to hype up a moment from an iconic movie like that and you're going to talk about it and Tabitha is going to is going to reference that song and you're really going for that like moment, go balls to the wall, like get the song yeah. or get a song that fits that that, you know, copy the choreography from the movie. Like like, guys, you guys go like I, half yeah. ass like you guys go half there. You reference the movie and then it just falls from there. And it's like, then why so even do excited. that? I was so excited about it. And it just didn't, 
it, nothing. I came. literally got into the car this morning, went to the grocery store, and blasted that song just so <laughs> I could like relive the moment, like in real time. I'm like, the I did not get this moment last ripped night. Ripped away from me. Yeah, exactly. So it was terrible. Annoying. It was terrible. It was really bad. And I wrote down LMAO the sound effects of the slapping, <laughs> the wishing, like y'all. <laughs> Y'all need to turn, it's called volumizing. You turn it down a little yeah. bit and then you bring everything else up. <laughs> I I know that they do it on purpose at this point. I know that yeah, they do like it. Yeah, it's like for a fact. It was just so funny yeah. to watch it because it was like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> like, so <laughs> Again, I think I would have so loved it if it was the song in the background and like it all was, yeah. was vibing the same way. I think I would have loved that too. I would have been like, yes, because that is part of that like exactly. dancing on the bar. Like you're you know like it's but it's literally like the song was a broadway song and then they had these sexy girls doing these sexy dances and then they were singing like a broadway show tune and i was yeah, like no, it just it was terrible it was absolutely it terrible out for me at yeah. all like that i wrote i was like they looked amazing but yeah. outside of that like i looked at cheryl at one point and i was like she's beautiful she's actually so beautiful. okay i'm gonna do this for our fans i'm gonna go edit that scene and put the song on <laughs> as the overlay and just let it rip and see what we get yeah maybe don't put it on our story but yeah no <laughs> like, we won't be posting it on twitter we'll, anymore <laughs> we'll find a place for it but we'll, we'll show it to you guys <laughs> oh man um so as they're doing even the twitter wouldn't even care that we use it they're like leanne rhymes 1999 like, yeah take yeah. it it's free <laughs> they're like please use it <laughs> um so as they're distracting everybody kevin and reggie go through and they find one that has like blood on the side of the truck the inside of the truck <laughs> it's like a glob of blood i'm like it's like two drops like not even and so they call alice and alice is like like she's doing some like like super like hand commands and that's when uh betty comes out and she's like open up your truck i'm the fbi and he's like what's the problem and she opens it up they see like the cows the blood and he's like i had a delivery for cows like that's cows blood. well even if you had a delivery for cows like you wouldn't have blood on your truck like you can't it's like, sanita like sanitation like you can't do have that you would have to clean it <laughs> like but he just it just happened like yesterday so maybe he's like <laughs> it was I, just it so cheesy i was like it would it never made sense be to me, like but that also like the blood on the wall looked like a gunshot like it looked like it someone like got shot and it exploded <laughs> i was like did that drip out of a box? Look, like, at this point, they ruined my box? Coyote Ugly moment. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll go with this. You're shut down. Yeah, I'm like, You're shut down. down. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, cool. I will say, I did like the sequence. Like, I did like what they were doing with mm -hmm. the truckers. Yeah. I, I bought it. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it was a good idea, but I'll tell you one of the holes that okay. like happened right at the very okay. end. Um, so as they're doing the song... Can't fight the moonlight. In my mind, it's can't fight the moonlight. So as they're singing "Can't fight the moonlight," back at the kennel, they break into this trailer park. Like Archie, like breaks the door down. He goes in. He's like, "Hey, are those your dogs?" And then he's like, "Yeah, you want to buy one?" And he like rips him out of his chair, throws him on the floor. Oh, and he's he like, We're like have a real dog killed this guy. Like I thought the guy yeah. was dead. He like crushes his skull yeah. before he leaves. Like, yeah, it was very intense with the sound effects again. It was very intense. Um, he beats his ass. He's like, if you ever do this ever again, like, we're going to kill you, whatever. Um, and then he leaves. Like, both Fangs and Eric are like, uh, what just happened? Like, that was a very intense moment. Um, so he just leaves. That's the end of, I guess that's the end of the dogfighting ring. Yeah. Like, 
shut down. I'm like, you can't you can't just go after the one person who sells the dogs. You have to like go after the ring itself. So like you think that he'd be like, tell me who your customers are. Tell like, you know, like actually follow like, through with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of beating up like, the one guy. I'm gonna beat you one, that one person. I thought he was the ringleader though. I thought that's what Frank said. No? Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also just like, you wouldn't you go after anyway, whatever. I guess they're just trying to wrap it up into one pretty bow. I don't want a long yeah, yeah. storyline of a dog fighting yeah. ring anyway, so I'm fine with that. So then it cuts back to Pop Steiner. But he's like, I guess we didn't get anybody, but we have like 53 names, phone numbers, and license plates of a bunch of truckers. So like, at least we have that. As a side moment, before like we find out what happens, um, I'm like... If you were the serial killer killing a bunch of people, do you think that you're going to put your real name, your real license plate, and your... What? No one's doing that. No one is doing that. It's so stupid. Like, that is not a plan. <laughs> that, isn't, that isn't the plan. Hey, can you just Betty. write your name and email address on this piece yeah. of paper? <laughs> can you give me your SIN number as yeah. well? Like, and have you I'd killed anyone in the last, like, four weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Please keep in contact. No, yeah, you're I right. Was just like... Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, especially when she was like, I guess the best thing out of this is that we got these. I'm like, those are useless. It, those are probably all lies. Yeah, like, and it just I think know. it just would have made sense if like the whole plan was like for them to come to the parking lot while they're inside, they just go check their trucks. Like, even if yes. it was something like that, that would have just made more sense. But like to collect everyone's like name and number, it was like, this isn't COVID. Like you can't just like get all that information. Yeah, you can't like register <laughs> yeah. where you've been. Yeah. Like, what is this nonsense? So as she leaves, like everything's closed up, some guy rolls up in his truck and he's like, hey, I wanted to check out the show. And she's like, sorry, we just closed up. And he's like, oh, man, I would have like, I wish I would have seen it. And she decides um, to break her own cardinal rule, which was don't get into anyone else's truck. Yeah. She literally says that to everybody else. As soon as she said she it, I'm like, she about to break that. She's about to break that cardinal yeah. rule. Yeah. So... Um, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll come with you. Like, well, we can have some fun. So she gets into the truck as she's like rolling in. She texts somebody. I'm like, thank God she's at least texting someone. Yeah, I was like, I good was thing, like, girl. Take a picture of the license plate. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like do anything. <clears throat> like anything. So she, anyway, she sends this uh, text to Ta Tabitha to be like, I'm in a car. I'm in a truck right in this moment. Go follow him. Like, you would think that she would have been like, let me just go quickly grab my stuff from inside. Anyways, like, she sends the text. Like, she tells Tabby. Whatever. She sends it. She gets in. Cool. I'm like, okay, as she long goes. as she sends the text, then we're okay. Like, <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> so in the truck, this is like red flag already. He's like talking about his grandma and like she's dying. I really and thought it was going to be one of those moments where like they lead you down that road. But then he's like no totally normal. Like that's the way I was going with it. Because... Right, same. Because he was but, like, I love seeing people. Like, he's like, isn't it amazing seeing people die? Like, watching people their die. life just like dwindles out of their eyes. And I was like, I feel like he's just like, they're going to like trick us, you know? I think that, anyway, we'll talk about that at the end because I definitely think that there's something fishy about this whole situation. Oh. Because like, at the same time, I'm also just like, what serial killer, if you were a serial killer, yeah. let's say, yeah. theoretically, you would not be like, oh. I love watching yeah, exactly. the, the life fall out of people's eyeballs. Anyway, can I go pee now? Like, who would think that that's Unless, okay? Like, cool. Okay, first of all, I don't think he's the TBK. Like, he's not that guy. He just no, might be like another I sicko. I don't even think he's that. Really? But anyway, okay. we'll, we'll, yeah, okay. we'll get into that. 
So he says he wants to pee and stop over. He's like, she's like, sure, cool. As he goes to pee, he pulls on a knife, goes around the car, and it turns out that he is about to try to kill Betty. He tries to open the door, but as he opens the door, she like kicks it down. Yeah. He falls back, and she's like, Tabitha, come through. Like, come like, right now. Come right now. I just stopped him. We got him. She's so excited. And then, of course, as soon as she hangs she up, she turns phone, her turn back. Around. Like, bro, are you stupid? Two like, like, look at him and then make the phone call. Like, why are you like, yeah. And then, like, you make the phone call. She's like, like, okay, the guy that just tried to kill me. Yeah. Like, oh, he's now there. he's gone. And then she's, oh, he's gone now. What, what's going to happen? Like, I'm now? so over these cheesy, like, moments. Like, it was very, uh, like, it was very, dude, like, she's an FBI agent. Like, she should yeah. know how to, how to handle that. Like, exactly. So, yeah, so she's looking for this guy. She can't find him anywhere. He comes back out with a fucking chainsaw. So, like, suddenly we see him, like, I have to say, this was one of the best scenes I've seen, <laughs> I think, in the whole series. The way this happens, right? Like, they shot it very, like, I didn't know. Obviously, she's not going to die, but I'm like, I don't know what's coming next. And yeah. it was one of the moments that, like, I've just, I was very, like, it just was very um scary scary to watch and like i was like at the edge of my seat i was like holy shit like i don't know man i I don't know why for me it was and then like the idea that like so she he chases her she gets into the car like you're an idiot like just run down the street like what are you getting into the car for she gets in the car she closes the passenger door and i'm like well obviously he's gonna come into from the driver's side he doesn't you hear him like doing something he gets to the top of the truck and cuts into the front yeah. and i'm like <gasps> i was freaking out and she's trying to get like it was a cool scene like the way they filmed it and like everything that went down it was, it was cool definitely scene. intense and they've done like really cheesy scenes like before but this one was like i don't know this one felt different i was very scared um it was just the idea of like being stuck on the side of the road in the dark this guy has a fucking chainsaw the concept of it was scary to me yeah <clears throat> the the execution of it was not scary. I like the at all. yeah no I like the way they it filmed just, it. I just felt like, for one, as soon as like the chainsaw comes down, like it's definitely not on. Like it's like there were just really? moments where I was watching it and I was like, it doesn't feel like there's a sense of urgency. Like we've seen Betty oh, like felt break that. down, I felt that, and freaking out. She was like, Oh huh? no, I don't know. I like, felt it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get it from her, but I don't know. For well, me, it was scary, it, and the idea that you're stuck in this box and he's coming into the box, like it was just very scary. Like because she like, had nowhere yeah, else to I mean. run, so that the idea, idea of, of that was scary. like it was shot like really nice. But yeah, anyways, what does she end up doing? Anyway, so she gets out. So she ends up. So she ends up like crawling to the other side, getting back out of the truck. She finds like a wrench, and this is the part that really took me out of it. He's like coming yeah. at her with like this thing. She like fucking throws a wrench. This she throws a wrench. wrench at him, and he's like, "Dink!" And then he yeah. like passes out. Yeah. And I'm like, I know wrenches are heavy, and I know that's like something yeah. you can actually hit somebody with. But I just la- it made but, like, me laugh. But like, he could have easily like, been like, like he could have dodged <laughs> it. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was like that's a spear why, um, or like a special tool that she had that like goes really quickly. But yeah, I didn't know because exactly. I couldn't see that it was a wrench. I'm like, okay, yeah, he could have just been like dodging a wrench yeah. like he like perfectly like she perfectly yeah. hit him square in the yeah. head and like he went like, unconscious that part was like mm. it was a little much anyway um so that's when he's knocked out again officially officially Tabitha now she's rolls watching in. him at a moment actually i thought that like the real tbk was gonna come up 
but it was really just Tapitha rolling up in the car. So she comes up. She's like, we got him. Um, then it cuts to Eric and he comes in to talk to Frank and he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Archie, he like went and popped off on this like like leader of the dog gang or whatever, the dog fighting gang. And uh, Frank is like, I'm not really surprised considering like what ha- happened to your dog bingo. And Eric is like, bingo. He's like, who the hell's bingo? And then he goes on to say, I was like, like, yeah, like. Archie told me about your dog in the war and how he died. And Eric drops the bomb that Bingo wasn't a dog. He was a part of his crew. Like he was a person. I was like, I'm gone. I That was a gag. Yeah. That was a gag. Yeah. For sure. But then also I was just like, Bingo. <laughs> like you like mean really kid were, Bingo. They really were trying to like turn us into a different direction. Yeah, it's true. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, and like, why do you Tabitha- make that into a dog? Like, if you like, you know what I mean? Like, he could have just been like a human that died. Yeah, it's almost like well, obviously, I guess it's showing that that like Archie's like burying everything. Mm-hmm. He's burying every single yeah. one of his emotions. So I was like, oh wow, that's like dude, no, I liked it. I liked that twist for sure. Because then I yeah. was like, all that crazy stuff about the dog storyline makes sense now. Like, I'm okay with how it. he popped yeah. off. Why he popped off about it. Um, so then it cuts back to Betty and Tabitha talking. Now they have this guy like unconscious. They've like put him somewhere. Um, and she says that she wants to take him somewhere to interrogate him before they hand him over to the police. Um, and I wrote down, do we think that he's a truck stop killer? It almost felt too perfect. Do you think it was Glenn who might have set this up? I really like your theory that it might be him setting it. I definitely don't think he's the TBK because that's like way too easy. We're still early on. I feel like that's not him. But I love the idea that like he was a setup. It's just like set up to do what? Like did he set him up to like kill her or to scare I'm thinking, her? Yeah, I'm wondering if like it. I don't think it's a coincidence that we saw Glenn in this episode trying to like stop her to do whatever yeah. she's doing on the highway. In the same episode that she catches the guy, yeah, you know what for I mean. Sure. It just oh, for felt sure. Extre- and he's convenient. watching her, you know. He's watching her, and like it just felt, it just felt a little too convenient. Even though, like what we were saying earlier, like who talks about their grandma dying, like life coming out of her eyes and whatever. Does he like is he there sent to kill her? I think so. Like I think that he was wow. probably sent to like kill her, but I don't think that he's a TBK. Yeah, yeah. And I do think that this is leading to something bigger because to your point, way too easy. Yeah. It's like wrapped up way too easy if he's really yeah. the, like the serial killer. Agreed. Also, like no serial killer would have killed someone like that. Like I, it, none of it made sense to me. Like who comes onto the other side, stabs the person while they're in the car, in your car, and then like what? You proceed to do what with him? Like it just didn't feel like what the truck stop mm. killer was doing to the mm. other women, right? <clears throat> Even anyway. So there's that. That's my theory. It's probably somebody setting it up. Maybe it's Glenn. I think it's probably Glenn. Um, cutting back to Archie and Frank the next morning, and he talks to Archie about bingo. And it's a really, like, a really powerful moment where he, you know, he's like, I just want to see, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, he's like, what happened with Bingo was not your fault. Like, it, yeah. like you couldn't do anything. If you tried to save him, you and Eric could have died. And um, 
Archie was just like upset about it. And he's like, you can't save everyone. Mm -hmm. And Archie goes on to say that feels wrong. Everything feels wrong. I'm trying to save this town, but it's so corrupt. It feels like there's nothing worth saving Mm -hmm. here. And it ends off with Frank saying, don't lose hope, Archie. And I really love this moment for many reasons. I think the one that like hit me the most was even like watching it back. I was like, this is something that he would have gotten from Fred. Oh, 100%. This is something that he would have had that moment where he could have the conversation. And I will give it up to the writers to have had to deal with, you know, like Luke Perry's, Mm -hmm. like losing Luke Perry and then having to insert a new character. It's hard. It's hard to have that person come back in to almost like replace them in that role. And they did it a really really good job bringing him in. For sure. I I 100% agree. And I have to say... Fred would have been obviously amazing, but Frank brings a level of like trauma that Fred, I don't think, could have brought to the scene. Like, I think Fred would just be like, You can't save everyone's son. It's okay. Like, just do your best. Like, whatever. But like, when Frank talks to him, it's like, Yo, Frank's seen things. Like, he. He knows the level knows. of darkness that you get to when, like, you are, like, someone in the military and you deal with these kind of things. So he can, like, get to him on that sort of level. It's totally mm-hmm. believable. I love their relationship. I love that he's in the show with him. Yeah. So same. much more powerful than, like, I'm sorry about Mary. Like, it wouldn't have done. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have done have anything. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's so, again, it's true to who RG always is and always will be. How do I save everyone? How do I save the town? How yeah. do I save the world? Like, that's his like mission but like he needs to realize that like you can't like you just can't, can't do save all, all the time yeah and uh um, it was powerful yeah and i like what you want to say too about the scene of, of like how he says River- riverdale is just like messed up like it's so corrupt like he you hear the exhaustion in his voice and like the desperation and he's like like what the hell is wrong with this town like i'm trying to like fix it and like the next week it's like something else and it's like almost like the audience like us being like yeah. frustrated what's like okay how many bad things are going on in this like in this dog town? fighting ring yeah like he's upset about so it. Like, his level yeah. of frustration was almost like our level and i just felt it and kj appa's acting was it's always been amazing this one he like he, beautiful it was absolutely beautiful yeah, i watch him and i get chills was- and it's emotional yeah. and it was really, really powerful. Totally. Um, so then it cuts to... And then to... it cuts to Cheryl and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> powerful moment. Cheryl and Kevin. Uh, Cheryl and Kevin uh, in the lounge. And Kevin gets the Teacher of the Year award. And Cheryl's like, oh my God. I was so excited for him. I'm like, oh my God, Kevin. He's like... Let's get lit. This sucks. I'm like, oh like, my mark, God. Mark, mark. So you get an award you, and you're you still Debbie Downer. So I can't. It was too much. He's like, this, this award. You know what this that means? Goes that I was a failure. Teacher. It means that I haven't accomplished anything. I'm just a fucking teacher and fucking Riverdale. I fucking hate this place. I should have been in fucking New York. Like, he just goes <laughs> off about the fact that he's like, he's this is miserable. not what I want my life to be. Ugh, it was... And I'm just like, first of all, where did this all come from? You no one asked you to stay in Riverdale after Bro, graduation. Archie's dealing with seeing no dead bodies you. and you're complaining that you did not go to New York City. Get your fucking bag, pack your bags and Get leave. Get the fuck out of here. And leave. <laughs> we don't want you here. Nobody wants you here. Go. go. Just go. Josie left. You could yeah. have fucking gone and hung out with yeah. her in New York. And you're sitting there and you're complaining about your life when Archie is dealing with that. 
Get out of here. Keep sitting down, Kevin Keller. Kevin. Keep sitting down. And like not to constantly bring it back, but y'all writers love you. But I also hate the fact that you fucked his character up so yeah, hard. They did. And there's no coming back from. And so I think much you're so right when you said does how you're like it's like they're trying so hard to make it right, but it's not working. I th- I think that's working. yeah. And a part of me does feel, in all honesty, that like what he says might be his final destination. He might just be like, "I'm out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be." The gone thing from is, but it just like because that's the thing. It almost feels like now they're banded. They're they're realizing mm-hmm. how shitty his storyline was. That they're bandaging all of it. When if it was really the solution in the very beginning, he would have gone to to New York with Josie. He would have done all these things already. Instead, like suddenly we're getting this character who's like, "I hate Riverdale. This is a failure. I never wanted to be here in the first place." Like, it all came out of nowhere to mm-hmm. me, and I was like, "I get what you're trying to say now." But why didn't he say this before? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we get any of this feeling of like anxiety of staying in the town? Every single character went through something like that from Jughead all the way to Cher. Like everyone went through something. Kevin suddenly out of nowhere has this meltdown about the fact that he got yeah. an award for, for being the best teacher. You're, you're like, totally right. You're too late. And and I think that we I, I have definitely said this in previous podcasts. I know I have his his thing even when before like the flash forward. His thing was always like to do with guys. Like his issues and yeah. things were always to do with guys. It's like, can we just leave that for one second? And can we focus on his personal development as like a human being, like mentally, emotionally, without a guy, without a relationship, just Kevin yeah. himself? Like, can he develop in that way? And they never gave him the opportunity. He was always like linked to a rom- romantic character, whether that was Joaquin, whether that was Moose, whether that Moose. was Thing. It was always another guy. Like, and now yeah. it seems like he's realizing that like his dream is beyond the town. Okay, okay, so hold on. Now your issue is with the town? So now you're not happy yeah. with where you are like physically? It's like I don't know. I don't and, know. And like you never you never thought about this 7 years later like yeah. after all the like did Like it, you were going to have like, a baby in the town like you yeah. were okay with that like you, that was all fine? You were fine with that and then you suddenly just had like a break in your moment and was like, I just want to do something completely different. Anyways, I, just, I don't know. Like, I didn't believe any of yeah. that. Anyway. Yeah. Very frustrating to watch. Cheryl goes on to say like, I have an idea. So he's like, okay, I'm game. Cuts back to the El Royale and lo and behold, everybody sets up like a little cute little dog shelter where they're like getting people to yeah. adopt the dogs that they found. Yeah. Um, Really, really cute moment. You know, seeing... Archie happy in this moment made me so happy when he was like, I love this. I'm so happy. Like seeing like Frank and Eric, like really cheer him up. Like, I think that we get these moments so often where Archie's just like, so like dark. It's so sad. It's so hard. He's always fighting. Finally, like actually seeing his smile on his face. I know this is so cheesy, but like legitimately I felt excited for him that he loved this moment so much. Um, so Eric goes on to say that they're going to keep the dog and they want to call the dog Bingo. And I was like, that name is more appropriate for a dog. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> like, that sounds like a great idea. Um, cuts to Cheryl and Penelope talking in church. They're doing their sermon. And Cheryl goes on to say, we are going to sing a song to get this together, to close this up. And I am going to get my friend, my new musical director, Kevin, to sing with me. 
So they sing this song from, what did they say it was from? It was actually, it was apparently. Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, and then I think they did sing a song that was from Coyote Ugly. I saw that on Twitter at some point. Like oh, one of the songs was from that movie. And I was like, well, nobody cares about that song. Everyone wanted to <laughs> can't stop the moonlight. Can't fight the moonlight, whatever. Uh, yeah, it wasn't this song because this was from, um, yeah. Jesus Christ By the Superstar. way, how do you feel about all of these musical breaks? Like, like I Like, do you like them? Is it needed? Really good question. When they did it for Coyote Ugly and it was a Broadway song, I got really pissed. Yeah. So I blacked out and I got really annoyed yeah. about it. If that was the Coyote Ugly song, if it was like a sexy yeah. song, oh, I probably sure. would have been down for yeah, it. Yeah. But then at one point in time, I'm out here watching Betty sing this like musical song and she's doing all these gyrating moments. And I'm like, seven years later, you guys are still doing music and singing and dancing to like feed into this the main storyline yeah <laughs> like, i just yeah, yeah, didn't get yeah. it Agreed. and i was like okay i guess and again i would have completely ignored all of that if you guys got the rights to the right song yeah thank <laughs> god that 100 agree with you for that one for that one yes yeah for this what for the think? kevin and yeah. cheryl i hate it it's effing annoying <laughs> i honestly feel like no i hate it it's really annoying like why are you guys singing like it's just like cut. To, I think cause I'm just annoyed at the whole that whole storyline as it is. Like I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand where they're going. I feel like it's like the farm 2.0. So I'm not really into it. But also I feel like they're like um, Casey Cobb after that plays Kevin Keller was like y'all need to put me in like more scenes. And they were like you want a singing yeah. part here, sing. I feel like it got to that point where he was getting upset with the, his his. The sure. amount of like seeds that he wasn't getting. And I think they were like, hey, let's make him sing. Let's make him happy this season. And I think that's what because he is a Broadway like he's a musical actor. He's Broadway trained. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's that is what happened behind the scenes. I could be wrong, obviously. But, but I, And I get that. I totally get that. And they want to like but I just almost feel like they're like trying to fit his act like acting abilities into the character. And like sometimes it doesn't make mm -hmm. sense. Like. Maybe don't get him to sing a song. Maybe give him. An but that's what it is, right? Like he's sense. gonna love performing and like putting on a show now, and he's gonna find his his like resurgence and like maybe go to New York. But he's out here acting as if he wasn't the drama fucking teacher exactly. at Riverdale doing musicals exactly. all the time. Like, you've been doing these things, know, so like it's not like it's a complete departure yeah. from what you've literally. been He's doing just this miserable whole time. with himself. Like he needs to he needs to heal himself before anything else is ever gonna make him happy. Like yeah, that's it. Also, the the one standout character in this entire scene was Penelope fucking she was Blossom. Amazing. I fucking loved she her. She brings this moment. that like comedic relief that you're just craving in that moment. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, and then she kills. And me. actually, it was kind of funny because it's almost as if like she's not even 100. Yeah, on like she, Kevin. yeah. She kind of keeps like looking at him and be like, what the fuck is happening? So it's almost like the audience who's kind of annoyed about the storyline is like, the fuck Yeah, is and happening? I almost I'm feel like. I'm going to take a sip. She like <laughs> drinks, like she chugs like yeah. some wine at yeah. one point. I was dying. She she very much feels like the, they're rolling. They're shooting the scene over here. And Natalie Bolt was over here being like, are you guys done or what? Like she, she yeah. feels like she's on the outside of the scene. And it's just the perfect amount of like this like i don't care attitude and yeah. she's hilarious i love her her reaction shots yeah. were great yeah. i love i loved her in this scene and i'm excited to see what that dynamic like what they're gonna play yeah. with like is penelope gonna get jealous is she like what the hell is this guy doing here and i also still like we haven't even really talked about the overarching storyline with like this church situation what do you think it's all about i have no we'll idea say, like, in, like, i literally have, minute, no idea. have no idea no idea i was like 
is Penelope trying to do something diabolical once again? Because at the same time, I'm like, if she does something diabolical again, I'm like, how many times does she have to do something crazy and psychotic before this girl goes to jail forever? I don't know what her deal is. I don't know what her game is right now, but let's see what happens. Um, at the very end of the song, Kevin does seem happy, and I really hope that he finds whatever he's looking for, because, like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Cuts to Kevin and Fangs talking at the White Worm, and um, Fangs, basically, he does admit at this point in time that, like, Moose and Fangs are now together, and he didn't want to hurt his feelings. Hold on, they're together? Yeah, he, he basically says, like, I didn't want you to find out that way. We were trying to oh figure out Oh, my God. I thought you. they were just friends. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, that's tight. That's kind of tight, actually. It's tight, but at the same time, I'm also like, you broke up Oh, no, up for with sure. Him. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. He did it. True. Like, he, needs, he has the right to yeah. move on. And I think it makes sense that Moose is back into it because, like, there's literally no other gay people in <laughs> Riverdale. <laughs> to come back to town. Like they had to bring one from like. I love TV if Joaquin show. came back. That he was so oh, cute. That was so good. What happened to him? He again? just like went he, on the bus and like did. Did he die? When, he died. <laughs> <laughs> when did he die? You're like, wouldn't it be fun if Joaquin came back like as a zombie? When did <laughs> he die? Dead. I don't remember that. He gets shot or killed like off he screen tells the truth or something about the gargoyle king. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he was looking for the gargoyle king. So I guess Penelope killed him. Oh, like, which what a you shame. think that like Kevin would be like, I will never. <laughs> there you, you go. See, <laughs> see all these loopholes, all these loopholes. Found another one, guys. <laughs> um, So Kevin goes on to say, if you know, you are in you and. Uh, Moose are happy then I'm okay too like I'm happy for you we can definitely be friends so okay I mean I guess they're not together anymore and who knows what's gonna happen with this baby now I have no idea um Reggie and Veronica like, I, I can't even ask you any more questions because like I'm so over it but like anyway I don't what? even care about the fact that like they might get back together because I was yeah like, it, is it, that, is. That, like, it is what it is it is what it is we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> I'm down for veggie. I am like I am down for that just because I feel like their chemistry. I do love seeing them on screen together. And I do think they are so a part of the comic book. Everyone else is literally batshit crazy doing their own storyline. They're yeah. the only ones really holding us into the, the comic book world. You're talking about Reggie and Veronica. I was still talking about Kevin and Fitz. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought we left from them. I'm like ready to be done with them. <laughs> do not care. That's what I meant. Sorry. I was like, I don't even want to yeah, talk no, about it. Yeah, no, I don't it. care about them. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't care if they get together or whatever yeah veronica and reggie i 100 okay. want yeah. them to get together at this point i agree with you 100 yeah. i'm really interested to see if they just like dive right into it again going back to what we were talking about i wish they introduced it this episode even a little bit to like give us some you know like clue as to where this is all going is it just going to be a business thing anyway they close one more final deal the, the company's called Pearls and Posh. I wrote it okay. down in this uh, note. Pearls and Posh is honored to be doing business with you. Super excited about, like, making all this money. Like, I guess we'll see what happens with her. Like, I don't, I really don't see this ending well. Sorry, her whole thing like, for making money right now is to pay off, like, the ex-husband's, like, debts? Is that why? I mean, now that she's tied to it's technically Oh, right. Okay, well, it's right? like an Erica like, Jane situation. To, like, Got it. Clear her name. Yeah, yeah. essentially. So there's that. And then it cuts to Archie and Eric. Um, oh, it's like the final scene. So it's uh, Archie and Eric in the trench and he's calling out to Bingo. And Eric is like, he's dead. Like, he's not alive this one anymore. Made me cry. 
And this is when he wakes up from the dream mm-hmm. and he hears a phone call mm-hmm. and it's the people who are like supposed to help re- rehabilitate Eric. And he's like, yeah, I'm calling on behalf of my friend, mm-hmm. like Eric Jackson. And he hears something mm-hmm. in the corner. And so he turns behind him and it's a figure of, I were assuming it's bingo, like dead, kind of like hovering in the corner. And then he turns back to the camera and he's like, I think I might need help too. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, wow. I just got goosebumps again. Same. I got chills. But it was a really good way I to end the it. episode. I loved it. I thought it was really well done. I'm excited to see how they delve deeper into this story. Um, but yeah, uh, loved a it. good way to end Ending. Uh, let's get into questions because uh, I know our fans are right now waiting on the edges of their seat for us to discuss yes. because something major does happen in that last Ooh. scene. So I finished the episode. I'm like, cool, whatever. We get a bunch of tweets being like, did you even see the Barchi crumb? And I'm like, all about the breadcrumbs. Like, I'm down. But I did not (laughs) see a Barchi crumb. So there's a moment right when he like answers the phone in that scene. Well, the window beside his bed is like glowing light. Like, it's like freaking God is coming through like this window. And and I was like, but where's the Barchi crumb? And they like sent me the photo. And then I think like, it's like they're like it's the window in the dark or something what's that part she's saying it's like i'm the light in the window when it's dark or something like that yeah yeah so i was like okay like i guess but like he's not really talking to betty when like that's happening so very and it wasn't just one person like a bunch of people messaged us about this about this barchi crumb like barchi stands yeah obviously barchi stands not barchi stands (laughs) i'm not gonna message us about that so I mean, you didn't you didn't even notice it. So yeah, my question was like, what did you think? But like, yeah, if you didn't notice it, because I didn't notice didn't it either. Notice it. And then when I went back, I'm like, yeah, maybe that, like maybe. But I was like, I don't know because there's really no connection to Betty in that moment. Like he's not on the phone with her. It's no. not there's no text message from her. Like if it was a text, then like I would understand. Um, but I also th- yeah, I didn't I didn't I don't know guys. I, I love Barchi. You guys know how much I'm a Barchi shipper, but like I didn't see it in that moment. Like I don't know, but. We'd like to hope. Anyway, I, mean, I mean, you could dream. <laughs> um, so that was the Barchi crumb. Uh, I was going to ask you thoughts on Kevin's storyline about this episode. I think we already discussed it basically to the end. Pass. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Hard, Hard pass. pass. Okay, so I think that's we can get into our recap roundups. Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Uh, my best moment is going to go to the entire chainsaw chase. It was actually, it was filmed so well and it was really scary. Like her being in the cabin and like she has to like duck down. It's just like, it gave me a lot of anxiety and a lot of these scenes it gave you the feel moment. very cheesy, but that one, I don't know. It just felt a little different. Um, So I liked it. I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. Mine is going to go to when Penelope takes a swig of wine while Kevin and Cheryl are talking. <laughs> And it's a quick moment, but I died yeah. of laughter. There's a lot of great moments, but um, which I'll talk to in the other sections of our roundups. But this one made me laugh. WTF moment. Um, WTF moment. I'm going to have to say the dog storylines because every single time they said dog, I'm like, what? Like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, dog. why is this whole episode centered around dogs and then someone even like tweeted they were like if i hear a freaking sarah mclaughlin song right now playing in the background like i'm gonna <laughs> lose it. 
happen if you guys have never seen those like what's it like the SPCA or arms of an yeah, angel like yeah her, like her, the... so i was dying but honestly i think the way they ended off that whole storyline and how it came around i absolutely loved it and it's one of those moments where you know the shock the, the shock of like what the hell is going on it pays off in the end like it made sense and i yeah. love when they do that so i loved it yeah yeah it was a really good like twist of the story for sure um, my WTF moment is going to be the guy coming in with the chainsaw. Yeah. I know it was yeah. your favorite moment, but I was like, whoa, like this is a little bit much. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. MVP. 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 I'm going to have to give to Archie because this guy just does it all. And then in the end, ultimately, in that last moment for him to say, like, I need help, you know, the admitting yeah. of that, that's a huge step for him. Huge step. Major. And I'm so yeah. happy with the way this character is is unfolding this season i love where they take him he's extra but he's archie and he's always has a huge heart so like i just i love him so much and you really do understand where he's coming yeah. from like you know we always say like oh archie why are you like going after dog fighting ring right now like all these things yeah. are really wrapped into the fact that he has trauma and um i just hope they give him something I mean, he's already far gone, right? Like, he's already had so much trauma yeah. in his life, including going to the army. I So, like, it is what it is, but it was... Uh, I'm really interested to see what they do with this character. Me too. Next. And I have to say, shout out to them for doing those flashback scenes with him at the war. Because yeah. I do feel like it adds a whole other layer that brings us that emotion that we wouldn't have gone if he was just explaining it. So, thank you True. to the team. Thank you to the production team for even setting up those shots. I'm sure they took a lot of work to, like, build those trenches and, like the costumes yeah. and all those things it does add the effect and we, we sure. do need it so i do appreciate those moments agreed my mvp is gonna go to cheryl i think that outside of archie she kind of killed it for me this episode i know that i wasn't a fan of kevin but i think that like what <clears throat> cheryl is trying to do is like good yeah. and she was everywhere yeah. and she looked beautiful and i love yeah. her so that's it lvp LVP, I'm going to have to see our girl Betty because I feel like she was making a lot of like amateur mistakes and um, like she's getting into the truck, totally like fair. there's like no backup. Like I feel like she's yeah. doing a lot of weird shit that like someone at her level shouldn't be doing and she's acting very like emotionally and I, I want something better for our girl Betty. Like agreed. Just act more smart. I think that she's been a lot more. Yeah, she she was smarter a lot, bef yeah. a lot before this. She's been smarter in high school. This is seven years yeah, later. In your FBI agent. She's going to do something that yeah. stupid. Like, doesn't make sense. Um, I'm going to give my LVP to Veronica. And I know that you really like the storyline between her and Reggie. But this episode really showed me that she's like literally like in her yeah. own lane. Like she stays in her own lane. She doesn't care about whatever is going on. We saw but her. But is that her fault or is that the writer's fault? Of course, yeah, yeah. that's why yeah. I'm saying like her yeah. as a character, like not loving the storyline she's getting. I definitely feel like every, literally every single person, including Kevin, as much as I can't stand him, is doing something for everyone else. She's literally focused in on I need to make money because of my husband and my divorce and I need to get it because I need to get it for Archie. Like nothing has to do with anyone else except yeah. for her own shit. And I'm just like how are you guys going to pull her back so we actually care about Veronica? Interesting. Yeah, no, you're... Sure, yeah. she's, like, like I'm into, like, what she's doing. Sure, like, to your point, it was entertaining watching them together, but they didn't even give us any emotion, which they yeah. could have given us. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm also just like, what are you, what are you good for yeah. right now? Like, 
you danced on the bar and that was i almost like, feel like cami mendez like sometimes hates her lines too because they do put her yeah. <laughs> they do put her in this like lane where like she says shit like totally. she with a wall street like i feel like she hates it too like it's a little campy yeah. everyone else is doing like real stuff around the corner and she she has great yeah moments. she's had great moments in the past so i don't know yeah. anyway the, the best, best line. line what was your best line uh, best line is gonna go to Tabitha and she's like um can't find the moonlight is one of my favorite go- karaoke go-to's I was like yeah, yeah so relatable and then, and then we didn't get it so <laughs> yeah, unrelatable exactly. um, so mine is going to that moment between Archie and Frank where he says you can't save everyone Archie and then he says that feels wrong everything feels wrong I'm trying to save this town but it's so corrupt feel like there's nothing worth saving here and then he says don't lose hope archie freddie talks about why it was such a great yeah. scene and why i love yeah, that line loved it. i think it's really gonna start pulling archie back yeah okay guys let's get into your recap roundups really quick we have uh from twitter at barchi at uh, barge olivia best moment barchi crumb at the end wtf moment cheryl's entire story arc mvp archie slash uncle frank lvp hiram just because uh, he was barely in the, in the episode. <laughs> Best line. I'll give you a dogfight line from Archie. I'm paraphrasing loudly crying face. Oh, that's the emoji. <laughs> oh, I'll give you a dogfight. Yeah. Um, at Shoney 5 on it says, uh, Best line, Cheryl being sane. Um, <laughs> WTF moment. The singing. When is it going to end? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. MVP is Cheryl being nice to Kevin, not getting him into a cult. And LVP, Cheryl getting into getting Kevin into <laughs> another cult. <laughs> Plus Betty's police brutality storyline. Um, and then uh, best line, Reggie calling Veronica a queen. He called Ooh, her a queen. I didn't even I notice, didn't notice that. that either. Wait, can we really quickly talk about the fact that is Cheryl only doing this to Kevin so that she, he gets into the into the religion? Not, you no, think it's genuine, like genuine concern? Okay, I do think that it's okay. Genuine, that's a good but, good point though that they. But made. I don't even know if she knows why she's there. Yeah, like, that's true. So. Um, at weird takes, best moment Betty fighting for her life was so riveting. WTF moment, the show tunes. I don't remember this many musical numbers. When will we be solving Jason's murder? MVP, <laughs> Archie's uncle is doing a great job of being a father figure to Archie and he's done so much good this episode. Agreed. Yeah. LVP, I'm sorry to Cheryl, but just what the F is she doing? <laughs> Best line, Bingo wasn't a dog. Yeah, Ooh, that was good. The turn of the whole episode. Totally. At Shameless30's Riverdale says, Best moment, Betty versus Chainsaw Trucker. Yeah. WTF moment, Cheryl's church. MVP, Betty and Tabitha come as a pair. I love yeah. that. That's like, you know. I love, I love them together, guys. Together. Like, I'm loving them together. Love them together. Yeah, they're so good. LVP is Moose destroying endgames. <laughs> <laughs> like, like swooping in. I'm like, who knows? Maybe there'll be like a three, like a, a thruple. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> we'll see. Um, best line is between um, I should have hit you harder when I had the chance from Betty and I caught him them eating wine and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that was good. From Kevin. And then she goes, ew, diabolical. At Mackenzie L. Burns. Best moment, Archie's flashback to help us understand what happened a bit more. 100% agreed. Uh, WTF moment, Bingo being a real person. Moose and Fangs, question mark. 
Um, MVP yeah. is Tabitha. LVP, the low life dog fight ring leader, or Glenn. They both can go, never come back. Uh, and best line, the Sergeant Archie Andrews. I think I might need help too. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Ad Barchi Alert says best moment, veggie scenes, Barchi crumbs. Um, WTF moment, Archie beating up that man. MVP, Tabitha, LVP, Cheryl, best line. I'm still a bumper sticker on the shady ass. That was a good line too, but I didn't, I didn't really get it though. I think Betty says it when she calls Tabitha. She's like, where are you or something? She's like, are you coming back or something? And she's like, I'm still a bumper sticker on this shady. Like, I guess because she's following him. So it's like a bumper sticker. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Cute. Well, that is the episode, everyone. I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder squad, White Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you'd like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, our new Twitter, recap underscore rewind pod. YouTube, Facebook, you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us. I recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.